0: If you allow yourself to dream, vividly imagine it in your mind, speak it out in faith, then according to God's word whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believing, you shall receive. The Kingdom of God is based on spiritual laws. One of those laws is controlled by your tongue. Welcome to All Things Are Possible podcast with your host, St. Smith, where you'll get the uncompromised Word of God and bite-sized nuggets. So grab your Bible and get ready for some good news. Now here's your host, St. Smith. Hello and welcome to this episode of All Things Are Possible. I'm your host, St. Smith, reminding you that Jesus is Lord, Satan is a liar and a thief, and you, yes, you, have complete power and authority in this world. So with the Bible open on the screen in front of me, let's look at this week's nugget. Did you know Adam had the knowledge of all good? He tapped into revelation knowledge of God's spirit. All that he gained by eating of the tree in the garden was knowledge of calamity and how to produce it by the words of his mouth. What Satan failed to tell Adam was, the day you eat of the tree of blessing and calamity, you'll not only gain knowledge of how to produce calamity by the words of your mouth, but you'll lose control of your tongue. You'll be ruled by an evil force. It's important to remember that our tongue governs our heart. Listen to James three verses one and two. "Be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offends not in word, the same is a perfect man and able also to bridle his whole body." Wow. The perfect or mature man is one who doesn't offend in word. The Greek word says it this way. If he does not stumble in his words, he is a perfect man, able to bridle the whole body. The Amplified Bible says he'll be able to curb his entire nature. In verses 3 and 4 it says, Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which, though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever whoever the governor wants. See, the heart is the governor, but the tongue is what programs the governor. Words are extremely powerful because your tongue governs your heart. Remember Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart above all things, for out of it flow the issues of life. The NIV says it this way, Everything you do flows from it. Wow. James is saying that a bit in a horse's mouth will turn his whole body. See, You put a bit in there and it puts pressure on the tongue. And the words you're saying will turn you about also. Financially, you could be on the brink of disaster, but if you'll straighten out your words, put pressure on your tongue, you'll change your course. The heart produces what you plant in it, remember? Adam's fall was directly connected to his tongue. When Adam ate the forbidden fruit, it poisoned his tongue. Remember, even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. Behold, how great a matter, a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the whole course of nature, and is itself set on fire of hell. Wow, that's James three, five and six. Verse eight says that the tongue is an unruly evil, and full of deadly poison. Listen, God didn't set it on fire. The devil did. Man was capable of tapping the tree of life with his tongue in the garden, and he is still capable of doing that today. The word says a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Proverbs 15, four says, if the tongue is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison, set on fire of hell, who can be wholesome in their tongue? No man can tame it but to prosper physically or financially, the tongue must be controlled. We know that man by his natural ability has tamed various animals, uh, fish of the sea, uh, but no man natural, in his natural ability can tame the tongue. It takes supernatural ability. And the word of God is supernatural ability. It takes the spirit of God to tame the tongue. It takes the God within you to say, my God has met all my needs according to his riches and glory when it looks like your need being supplied is the farthest thing from the truth. It takes the spirit of God within you to say, in the name of Jesus, my body is healed by the stripes of Jesus, when your body is aching with pain. You've probably heard people say, oh, my back is killing me, or that just tickles me to death. So do you realize why God has not turned up the power on your words? If he had, you'd probably been dead a long time ago. This is the reason we must develop our faith first in a creative manner. We have to learn to use our words creatively, get them programmed in our imagination. Jesus confirms this in Mark eleven twenty three. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says and it takes God within us to control our tongues. In other words, you'll reap the results of what you say. Satan has blinded the minds of people as to the kingdom's operation, but ignorance won't excuse you, won't excuse you in the earth or in heaven. You'll suffer the consequences for what you said by losing things you could have had on the earth, and as a result, you'll lose rewards in heaven. Eventually, you'll have have what you say whether right or wrong, whether you realize it or not, you'll, you're operating in the divine principle of the kingdom. Words are seeds in the spirit world and they'll bring to pass the things spoken. Remember, a good man out of the good treasure or deposit of the heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things, Matthew twelve thirty five. You know, in Romans 10, Paul says that faith speaks a certain way. He said, the word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Your words are powerful. The Bible says that the word of faith is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. Notice that it's first in your mouth, and then it drops into your heart. When you speak words of faith, what you speak will finally drop into your heart, and what's in your heart will lead you. So when you're sick, speak well over yourself, saying, Lord Jesus, I thank you that by your stripes I am healed. Speak it forth. According to Romans 10, 6, the righteousness of faith speaks. The focus is on speaking. Therefore, speak. Open your mouth and speak. Faith, believing, is released by speaking. I really like the King James Version translation of Romans 4, 17, which says, our God is a God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. He quickened the dead and brought non-existent things into existence with his spoken words, light be and light was. And remember, you're made in his image. That's a huge theme in this podcast. So the same can and will happen for you. When you see First, in your imagination, and speak what you believe and want to see. There are a lot of reasons why God's blessings don't come to pass in a person's life. But the main cause is unbelief on our part. We know that all things are possible with God. He stands ready to perform His Word as promised, Jeremiah 1.12. But the problem is with our believing. We know that God gave every believer the measure of faith, as it says in Romans 12, 3. We received that when we got saved through hearing God's word. However, we must choose to exercise it. Peter says in 2 Peter 1, 1 through 4, that our faith is linked to our knowledge. Remember, we talked about uh, we become what we think about, right? Proverbs 23, 7. The problem is that most people don't allow faith to work because they don't keep God's word stayed in their minds, they don't keep it there. So what happens is according to Mark four nineteen, is the word that brings faith gets choked out by the cares of this life. So keeping our minds stayed on God's word will help build the right images into our hearts and our imaginations and, and help release our faith, which in turn helps to release the power of God in our lives. Here are some things to remember. As you speak words, Whether good or bad, you're operating a divine principle of the kingdom. Words are seeds in the spirit world, and and they'll bring to pass the things spoken. Words are powerful because your tongue governs your heart. And out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. To prosper in any area, you, you must practice, oh, let's call it tongue control. God's word is supernatural ability. To speak against the word of God is to speak against the Holy Spirit. God considers any statement that disagrees with his word to be an evil report. Idle words usually contradict God's word. You'll give an account for the idle words you speak, believe me. Never speak anything that is not your will. In other words, what you want to come to pass in your life. Exercise diligence over your words you speak. Sometimes you just have to learn the vocabulary of silence. Learn to shut up. (laughs) In other words, sometimes the pressure is so stressful that we just need to keep our mouth shut before we say something that, that will put into motion something that we don't want to come to pass. We walk by faith, not by sight. But faith has laws in God's kingdom. You violate those laws and you'll get yourself in trouble. Cooperate with those laws, and you'll live the abundant life that Jesus came to give. Again, if you'd like me to agree with you in prayer about something, email your prayer request to atapintl at proton.me. 2024 is your year to take back dominion. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and come back for the next episode where S.D. Smith teaches how all things are possible through God's Word.